Hello, and welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week on this podcast, I share the knowledge, tips, and strategies you need to get healthy, lose weight, and prevent disease. If you are listening to this right now and haven't subscribed yet, that would mean a lot to me if you did. Please take the time to do that today, and if you're feeling extra nice, leave a review and let me know what you think. This helps the podcast get seen by and in turn help as many people as possible. This episode is actually the audio version of a bonus YouTube video I made to help people prevent gaining weight during this period of social isolation from COVID-19. I talk about why weight gain is a hormonal, not caloric problem and explain all the factors that could be raising your insulin levels during this stressful time, making it more likely that you're going to gain weight. If you're a visual learner, be sure to check out that YouTube video and subscribe to my channel because I have a new video that comes out every Monday to keep you informed and inspired on your journey to better health. I will be sure to link to my YouTube channel in the show notes for today's episode at reshapept.com forward slash blog forward slash bonus one, the number one. All right, let's get to it. Chances are during the COVID-19 pandemic, you are spending a lot more time at home out of your normal routine and worried about gaining some weight among all of the other things that we have to worry about right now. While you may feel out of control in so many different ways, there are still a lot of factors within your control to help prevent weight gain during isolation. Now is the perfect time to recognize that weight gain is a hormonal, not a caloric problem. In this video, you will learn what factors make your insulin levels go up and why gaining weight will be so common in this pandemic. I'll also explain exactly how to prevent that weight gain so that when you do go back to the office or out in public, your pants still fit because let's face it, most of us are probably spending a lot more time in our pajamas or sweats these days. At the end of this video, I will also be sharing some specific nutrients that boost your immunity and my current favorite smoothie recipe to not only prevent unnecessary weight gain, but to support my immune system during this time. If you like this video and want to see more, please be sure that you give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, subscribe to my channel, and turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. It's crucial that you understand weight gain is a hormonal, not a caloric problem. You gain weight when your insulin levels go up. Insulin is responsible for moving blood sugar into your cells. I call it your fat storing hormone. And if you want to lose weight and prevent weight gain, you've got to learn how to keep your insulin levels down. Here is a bird's eye view of the main lifestyle factors that affect insulin. I'll go into more detail for each of these later on in this video. Sleep and stress, movement, and nutrition, including what and when you eat. And I promise I'll go into more specifics on these towards the end of the video, but I don't want you to skip ahead because it's important to know all of the factors that affect your insulin so that you know all of the things that contribute to weight gain. I want you to be able to identify your biggest sticking point that may be causing you to gain weight so that you can focus your efforts there. 
As you can see from this graphic, being isolated at home in a stressful situation with no concrete end in sight is the perfect storm for weight gain. Let's start on the left-hand side and move our way across. Poor sleep. We need to talk about the link between poor sleep and weight gain. It is a hormonal problem and a lack of sleep affects your hormones in a negative way. There are four main hormones that I'm gonna be talking about in this video related to sleep, weight gain, and your immunity. Those are cortisol, ghrelin, leptin, and human growth hormone. Sleep deprivation is a form of stress on your body. Following the arrows on the graphic, you can see that poor sleep will increase your cortisol levels, also known as your stress hormone, which increases your blood sugar and insulin levels. You've likely heard about the fight or flight response to stress. When we need to fight or flee a stressful situation, our bodies anticipate needing extra energy in the form of glucose for our muscles to use. But when our stressors are mental or emotional, your body still has that same physiological response. It can't tell the difference between physical or mental stress. So your blood sugars still rise even though you don't need to fight or flee. Because your muscles don't use that extra energy, your blood sugars and insulin levels still stay elevated for a longer amount of time. And higher insulin over a longer period of time will raise your body set weight. When you don't sleep well, your ghrelin levels go up and ghrelin is your hunger hormone so you will crave more foods, especially carbs. Your leptin levels go down. This is the hormone that helps you sense when you're full. When leptin goes down, you don't sense that you're full and you're more likely to overeat. Also, your human growth hormone goes down. This hormone helps your tissues grow, but also plays an important role in your immune system, which is obviously one thing that we wanna be working really well right now. You may be experiencing a lack of sleep or altered sleep for a number of reasons. One could be reduced melatonin from using electronics later, in, later at night than normal. Melatonin is a hormone that makes you sleepy. Reduced levels will make it harder to get to sleep. If you notice that you're on your device or watching TV later at night, or if your work-life balance is off and you have to work later in the evenings, you could try some blue light blocking glasses to help. The blue light from the electronics lowers those melatonin levels, so we wanna block it. You could also try a wind-down routine in the evenings, both for work and for your personal life so that you don't have any loose ends floating around keeping you up at night. Limiting screen time for at least 30 minutes before bed could also help. Another reason that sleep may be an issue is worry and anxiety about your work, finances, or your family's well-being. I'll talk a little bit more about how to help with that stress when we get to that section. And remember that your eating and exercise habits are likely a bit off right now too. Proper nutrition and exercise can really help you sleep better. So unfortunately, if one of these pillars of stress, sleep, nutrition, and exercise is missing or off, it's likely to affect the others as well. Let's move across the chart and talk about how more stress can cause weight gain. I think probably everyone's life is affected right now by coronavirus. The lack of freedom and peace of mind can be really overwhelming at times. And if you have underlying depression, OCD, anxiety, or another mental health issue, this type of stress and isolation could be especially hard for you right now. 
you may be faced with an entirely new and totally unbalanced work-life situation with kids out of school trying to work from home while also meeting your family's needs. It's just a crazy time right now. And not being able to do the things we normally do to manage stress, like hanging out with friends, going on a date night, heck, even just getting out for some retail therapy doesn't make things any easier. Recognize that your stress and worry are completely normal and that you are not alone in this. Here are some ideas to manage your stress right now. As my mom always likes to say, you can't control your situation, but you can control how you react to it. Try to recognize the good things still going on in your life right now and pay attention to what you're consuming from the news and social media. Being informed and responsible is good, but being too consumed in the general stress and anxiety and problems of others is probably negatively affecting your hormones, your sleep, and your weight. If you need to unfollow some social media accounts or just take a social media break for a while for your mental health, please do that. You may need to reflect on what a new work-life balance looks like at home and set some firm boundaries about work time and family time. Take control of the things that you can. In large part, you're still in control over what you put in your mouth, what you allow yourself to watch or listen to, how you move your body, and when you go to bed. Trying to optimize these areas will have positive secondary effects on your stress levels. The third thing that could cause you to gain weight during this time of isolation is a general lack of movement. So many of my clients and course members are missing their normal gym or exercise routines, even just from a social aspect. Lack of everyday physical activity, especially intentional exercise, means that your muscles aren't using the energy that they're used to using, so your blood sugar and insulin levels may be higher. As best you can, try to find a new normal exercise routine as quickly as possible. There are so many online or at-home exercise options, and I will link to some of my favorites in the description. I'd love to see you post in the comments your favorite online or at-home workouts to inspire others watching this video. Exercising when isolated is so very important, not just for your physical health, but also your mental health. Exercise stimulates the release of endorphins or your feel-good hormones and can help reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. I really encourage three specific types of exercise right now, walking, stretching, and strength training. Walking and stretching will stimulate deep rhythmical breathing that can help reduce your stress. And strength training will help improve your insulin sensitivity and boost your metabolism to prevent weight gain. If you are working from home, try not to sit for more than 60 minutes at a time before you get up and move or walk around and stretch. These little bits of movement and deep breathing throughout the day are good for your mind and body so that you not only use up more energy, but you also lower your stress levels regularly throughout the day to keep those cortisol levels down. The last thing on this chart is the most important that can cause weight gain, and that's poor nutrition. I like thinking about nutrition in three categories, what you eat, when you eat, and how you hydrate. Let's start with the lowest hanging fruit of hydration. Aim for at least half of your body weight in ounces of water per day. Avoid artificially sweetened beverages, especially those sweetened with aspartame, 
saccharin, or sucralose, as these are the most likely to raise your insulin and have side effects like fatigue, headaches, or stomach problems. Also, try to avoid too many caffeinated beverages, especially later in the day. It can take several hours for your body to get rid of that caffeine. So for some people, having it later in the day could interfere with sleep. Now let's talk about how when you eat affects your insulin. If you're not already using time-restricted feeding, now would be an excellent time to start. Every time you eat, no matter what you eat, insulin is released. If you want to avoid weight gain, try to eat during a shorter window of the day. I recommend doing at least a 12 hour fast every day, like 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. If you're already doing that, you could try increasing your fasting window a little bit at a time. Having a firm cutoff time for when you stop eating in the evenings and being sure to brush your teeth and keep some water on hand or sparkling water that's not artificially sweetened can really help reduce that tendency to snack late at night or emotionally eat. Finally, I'm going to cover how what you eat affects your insulin and I'll give you some specific examples of foods that will help boost your immune system. Here's a graphic of how each major macronutrient affects insulin levels. There are three main macronutrients, carbohydrates, which include starch, sugar, and fiber, proteins, and fats. Now the carbs that spike insulin are starches and sugars, especially when they're processed and refined, not fiber. I'm gonna give you some general guidelines to eating a well-balanced diet, whether you're in isolation or not. Avoid added sugar. I have several videos coming out in the next couple of months about the harmful health effects of too much added sugar. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and turn the bell on to get notified so that you are aware when those videos come out. Refined sugar is so bad for your health, but it's also bad for your immune system. So you will want to go out of your way to eat less added sugar from things like candy pop and processed foods at this time as much as possible, eat whole, real, unprocessed foods. Get at least 20 to 30 grams of protein, five to 10 grams of fiber, and some healthy fat at each meal. This balance of nutrients will help fuel your body, so you're gonna be fuller for longer and you'll have reduced carb cravings. I will link to my ultimate food guide in the description so that you can get more specifics about what foods are high in protein, fiber, and healthy fat, to help you know what to get from the store. Some examples of nutrients that boost your immune system, which by the way, you should be eating all of the time, not just during this pandemic, are omega-3 fatty acids. And I listed these first because not only will they help reduce your inflammation and support your immune system, but healthy fats have a low insulin response, so are excellent when you're trying to avoid weight gain. Here's a picture breaking down omega-3 fatty acids. As you can see, plant-based sources from things like nuts, avocados, and olives are great, but the conversion rate to EPA and DHA, which are the two types of omega-3s that really lower your inflammation, is pretty low. So if you're not eating fatty fish several times a week, you might wanna consider a fish oil supplementation. Next is vitamin C. Citrus fruits like grapefruits and oranges are high in vitamin C. They are also high in sugar, which will raise your insulin. Now they are still a whole and unprocessed food, but if you really wanna stave off weight gain, I would probably opt for either some non-starchy vegetables that are high in vitamin C like bell peppers, 
spinach, broccoli, or a lower sugar, higher fiber fruit like strawberries. Vitamin E is also a great nutrient for your immune system. And vitamin E is found in many nuts and seeds like almonds, cashews, and sunflower seeds. These are also great because they're high in healthy fat. So they're gonna keep you feeling full without raising your insulin so much. Zinc is another nutrient that helps support your immune system. Some foods that are high in zinc include legumes like chickpeas, lentils, and beans, nuts and seeds, dairy products like milk, low sugar yogurt, and cheese, and meat. But try to limit processed meats like hot dogs, sausages, and bacon because these have some other negative health effects that I'll talk about in future videos. The last nutrient that I mentioned today are carotenoids. Again, if you're looking to manage your weight, I would opt for lower sugar foods like carrots, bell peppers, spinach, tomatoes, and kale over the higher sugar fruits like apricots, mango, and papaya. So if you aren't already getting your colorful vegetables, now is a great time to start. Load up on these non-starchy vegetables to help nourish your mind and body, get lots of fiber, and support your immune system. Lots of the ingredients that I mentioned have a great shelf life, like legumes, nuts, seeds, and beans. So you can also find good options in the freezer section, like frozen strawberries, or toss the spinach and avocados in the freezer when they start going bad, so that you can add that to your smoothie. One of my go-to meals right now is a green protein smoothie with a cup and a half of unsweetened vanilla almond milk, a bunch of spinach, half an avocado, half a cup of frozen strawberries, and 30 grams of protein, either two scoops of my favorite Garden of Life plant-based vanilla or a scoop of that plus a low sugar Greek yogurt. This smoothie is loaded with fiber, protein, and healthy fat, and it's something that I can make quickly and eat on the go. One of my other favorite tips is to buy a big salmon filet at Costco and cut it into individual serving sizes and then stick them in the freezer until we want to eat them. Buying salmon in bulk is a lot more affordable than purchasing one cut at a time, and you're gonna have to go to the store less often. If you have other ideas or suggestions for how to prevent weight gain and boost your immunity during this period of isolation, please comment below and help others watching this video by giving them some more ideas and inspiration. Don't forget to look through the description after watching this video. I have a ton of resources for how to lose weight, reduce your sugar intake, and get healthy that are linked down there. And if you like this video, please hit that like button and share it with your friends. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you in the next video. I hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode and have more clarity about what factors you can optimize during this time to prevent weight gain. Be sure to tune back in this Wednesday where I interview one of my clients and course members, Kim, who was able to successfully lose the rest of her desired weight. She had tried all of the diets out there, but still had a little bit of weight she couldn't get off on her own. And she worked really hard to educate herself on the science behind weight loss and habit change to overcome some mental roadblocks and plateaus so that she could finally reach her weight loss goal. I know that you will find her story truly inspiring. I'll talk with you then. Bye for now.